programming for Toronto's Filipino community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430. CHKT, Fairchild Radio. This is AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430, Fairchild Radio. folks, and welcome to another hour of Gaelic entertainment here. This is... Uh, Mr. O'Brien, and welcome to Keologus Crack on another beautiful summer Saturday. And there's an unusual look to the to the, to the place here today. There's a fellow sitting across from me dressed like Barney. I <laughs> and uh, you were a stranger. I, I had to show you how to make your way back into the studio. Oh, you, did, you got lost. I welcome did. back. Welcome uh, back. Thanks. Great to be back, for sure, uh, after being in sunny Ireland. But you brought the sunblock. You look, you didn't... Well, I was inside most of the time. I only got out at night. I was like Dracula you know, coming out at night. But a great, a great week. Got to uh, go to the Munster Hurling uh, final. I heard it was a cracker. It was a cracker. Wore the right colors. You did. Uh, it was no offense to our Cork listeners, but uh, our team colors over there are, are green anyway. So I just uh, decided to complete the outfit and buy the Limerick hat. <laughs> and uh, it was great. Great atmosphere uh, at the Gaelic Park and... Uh, and a super day. Monster super day, final, yeah. that's, uh, that's, a, that's a great experience. And the Cork lads got the red card turned over. They did. I it, saw yeah. that, all right. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Horgan will be back against Kilkenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a fellow down there, his name is Frank Murphy, and he's the best, I would say. Um, he, he, he knows the, the rules and the politics of GA better than any man. And if anyone could get him off, Frank Murphy is the man, and he definitely did. I bet, I bet he had a hand in it. I bet he had a hand no in it. No doubt, one of the great comments. Uh, Cork, of course, missed uh, a fair few good chances now. Yeah. And there was a Limerick fellow right in front of me. And when the Cork lad missed one, he said, I could have scored that with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. And, of course, the sun was uh, shining, yeah. as I said, all week. And uh, I had a good little story from my sister, my little godchild, Megan, over there. So she's only four, right? Right. So the, this would be really her first time <laughs> to get any kind of sunburn, right? Because they haven't had this kind of weather in about six, seven years. And so she came down one night crying. What's wrong with you, says my sister. <laughs> my skin is peeling off me. <laughs> <laughs> this was a whole new experience first for this experience, child. Exactly, yeah. yes. And so how old is she? Cute. Ah, she's only four. Yeah. Only four. It goes yeah, to show yeah. how long it is since, yes, they've, had since they've had this kind sun. of weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, couldn't, she couldn't complain when she was three. Not at all, no. Yeah. So the Irish lads in the uh, in the open, bit of a disappointment uh, now. Yeah. Bit of a disappointment. Uh, um, a couple of them are gone home, and um, I suppose McDowell Clark is the best of a lot of them. He um, is. He is. Uh, McDowell's at what five over, I think, right now. Lowry is ten over after finishing today, oh and Harrington Lord. twelve over after finishing today. So yeah, maybe Darren can do it again. Outside of them lads now, who do you think would be nice that wouldn't? Wouldn't him and Ace be? Oh, I'd love the to mechanic. see him win it. I'd yeah. love to see him win it. He's yeah. one of them. Him or uh, Cabrera? Yeah, did you did, kind of men's men, aren't they? Did you see Keegan Bradley did a tweet this week and he yes. said, <laughs> he said, him and Ace just walked past me with the sunglasses, a cigar, and a bottle of uh, a bottle a of bottle Spanish of wine, wine yeah. out to the driving range. <laughs> they hit some balls, he drinking said he's wine. The coolest man on earth. Coolest man on earth. Yeah, There's no doubt about it. And um, we've got a great show lined up here as well, Ken. We uh, do. Well, 
we're on the golf topic. Uh, Bill Paul, the tournament director of the uh, RBC Canadian Open, is going to join us here in about 15 minutes. Hopefully, he'll be embarrassing if he doesn't now at this stage after I have announced it. And a um, very special guest on 11.40, we're expecting Geraldine Heaney to call in. And uh, Geraldine was just inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame, the third women to do so. And um, I know her from her GAA days, and uh, hopefully she'll be... Joining us here at 11, uh, 11.40. Two great guests and a little announcement off the top too because a few weeks ago we had mentioned the Mayo picnic, yep, right? Yep, Been today, but uh, that was only a tentative date way back then. It's yes. now a, a full final date is August 24th, so if you're heading to the Freely Estate <laughs> today, get the car in reverse right now. <laughs> God knows what you'll find when you get over there. Tom might only have a towel around him when you arrive, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's now Saturday the 24th we'll cover off that in the, uh, the Guinness Community Calendar events but uh, do you know what we should do we'll, there's a, a we should arrive there's up. a bus there's a bus here <laughs> parked outside we'll go down to Tim Hortons and we'll load about 40 people into the bus and drive over <laughs> you are not too far from the place that's for sure <laughs> All right, so, so that's, that's not good. on today. I think no. uh, I think a few folks may have seen in um, in a few different places that it's still on today, but it is not on today. So hopefully we've caught all of our listeners with that little announcement, and and you'll catch it with the rest later on. And um, my lads are out against Wexford today. I hope it's not their last day out because if they win today and Monday play the, the loser of the Monaghan Donegal game. Oh my gosh! And uh. they beat Monaghan last year handy. I was actually home for that game and. They, uh, you had it? What I was at that game. Oh, yeah. very good. They won by three goals against them last year down in Portlaoise. So we'll we'll cheering, handle them. Uh, lad. Those lads are a bit soft up there too, you know. You think so? Oh yeah, right. a bit soft. I don't know about that now. My brother-in-law now is Monhan man, so from Clonus. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to be cheering them on. Maybe the only only ones left. Well, maybe Mayo, if Mayo get past London. <laughs> and hey, I don't know if this is probably not in your calendar of events. I got a call from Sean Hart, and he just wanted to remind everyone that there's a um, lift-off for Croker event, which is for the, the Camogie ladies who've been calling in, and we've been helping them raise some funds. And it's down at the Rose and Crown pub, and things are kicking off there around 8 o'clock or 8.30. And these women have done an outstanding job raising funds for that. And that they actually get to play in Croke Park when they're over there. I wasn't aware oh, of wonderful. this. So the, the night's title is... Um, the title of the event tonight is uh, Lift Off to Croker. So go down there and support Leanne Fitzgerald and the Toronto GA and give them a great send-off. Get out there, folks. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we kick her off with some uh, some music. This is uh, a band that I uh, I met. I had a few Canadians down in uh, in Ireland uh, last week, and we went down to Doolan to show them a bit of traditional music. So picture yourself in Doolan, pint in hand, summer evening, packed Fitzpatrick's pub, and listen to these lads. They're called Socks in the Frying Pan, <laughs> and it's Aoife Johnson's Freakout.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. And irishtravel.ca and chemfiltravel.com are taking travel bookings for 2013 and 2014. And next year, 2014, is our 25th anniversary. And we have three airlines committed to serving Toronto to Dublin. Aer Lingus for the first time serving Montreal Shannon since in 1970, since serving Montreal to Shannon in 1979 will fly a Boeing 757 daily during the summer season with up to four weekly services during the winter. Air Canada Rouge will fly a Boeing 767 daily during the summer season with up to four weekly services during the winter. And Air Transat will fly an Airbus 310 or 330 from April to October with up to five weekly flights during the peak. So why not register now for some super early booking anniversary offers? And another super 2014 early booking offer save 10% off all CIE tours, up to $1,000 per couple. Just book and pay a $400 deposit per person by September 30th, 2013. Of course, 2013 deals are still available. For example, fly Air Transit from October 18th to the 29th for only $799 fully inclusive. So for all your Irish needs, check out irishtravel.ca or call 1-800-668-2958. That's from our friends at Kempfield Travel. Excellent. Very good. And now, of course, on the live line, live from the nation's capital, we have Desmond Devoy. The stork still hasn't come, and I, I suppose Stacey must be uh, biting her nails at this stage. Is she, Desmond? Yeah, yeah, she is, Ken, and uh, gra- glad to have you back, Ken. Uh, yeah, she's just uh, biting the nails. Uh, we're, we have the binoculars out looking for this bloody stork. He must have uh, stopped in a, at the pub on, on the way to pick up the baby or, or something. That's all we can think of at this point. But uh, I got your text earlier this morning. I will, spicy I will food, advise buddy. spicy food. Yep. So. <laughs> I'm three kids in, and I know what works, all right? <laughs> spicy food, good long walks, and uh, there's a couple other things, but... Um, Spicy food, anyway, is Spicy the one I can food, mention yeah, on exactly. air. We'll make sure we stop off at the, the Indian takeaway tonight. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, uh, thanks so much for the, uh, the advice, guys. And uh, good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. And here are the top stories out in making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. 
Well, Irish troops are on their way to war-torn Syria. About 114 members of the Defence Forces will be sent in to replace 380 Austrian troops as part of a United Nations Observer Force later on this summer. The government approved sending in the mechanised infantry unit to the Israeli-controlled Golan Heights on the border with Syria earlier this week. The government said that the Irish troops would not be acting as peacekeepers or peace enforcers, but would be in an observer capacity. The addition of Irish troops brings the UN's force strength up to 1,250 in the tense area. The Austrian troops were being brought home because Vienna believes that the Golan Heights had become too dangerous after two of their soldiers were killed. The UN began patrolling the area in 1974 following a war between Israel and Syria, and the UN requested Ireland's help in this new deployment. The cabinet decision will go to a vote in the dial next week. The unit being sent in has previous experience in similar roles in Liberia and Lebanon. Ireland's troops can only be sent into action abroad with a combination of UN government and Doyle approval, the so-called triple lock approach to Irish neutrality. Well, Fine Gael lost more members this week, this time in the Senate, where two senators, Fidelma Healy Eames and Paul Bradford, defied the party whip to vote against the Protection of Life During Pregnancy Bill. Senator Mary Ann O'Brien, a nominee of Taoiseach Enda Kenny, voted against the coalition, as did 10 of Fianna Fáil's 14 senators. All three Sinn Féin senators voted for the bill. O'Brien said that she had voted against the bill because she had lost a baby at 38 weeks herself and that she later had a baby diagnosed with fatal fetal abnormalities who then lived for 18 months she admitted that she had found herself suicidal when that baby was six months old feeling she could not properly take care of him according to the irish times but she received psychiatric treatment quote they were probably the best 18 years of my life and i'll treasure them forever she said on tuesday well this week in irish history famed boxer muhammad ali arrived in ireland to fight al blue lewis on july 19 1972 in dublin as he sought to rebuild his career Ali, formerly Cassius Clay, has been able to trace his ancestry back to County Clare. On July 16, 2002, the Irish Republican Army issued an apology for Bloody Friday 1972 when more than 20 car bombs went off in Belfast in the space of 80 minutes, killing nine people, two of them British soldiers, and injuring 130. On July 15, 1899, future Taoiseach Sean Lamas is born in Dublin. July 15, 1927, also saw the death of Irish revolutionary and 1916 Easter Rising participant Countess Markovitz. Though born in London, she spent much of her youth in County Sligo, where she became friends with William Butler Yeats. July 15, 1942, saw the death of Royal Air, the Royal Air Force's youngest ever wing commander, Dublin-born ace Brendan Paddy Finucane, at the age of 21. He was shot down by the Germans over the French coast and had 32 confirmed kills. July 13, 1886, saw the birth of Father Edward Flanagan in Ballymoe, County Roscommon. He later went on to found Boys Town in the States, which looked after wayward boys. July 13, 1985, saw the famous Live Aid concerts in London and Philadelphia, organized by Dublin-born rocker Bell Bob Geldorf of the Boomtown Rats fame. Fellow Dublin musicians U2 would also play a 17-minute set during the concert. And in sports news, former Irish international footballer Paul McGrath has been ordered by a judge to coach young children for a day after he pled guilty to public order offences. McGrath, 53, was arrested by a guardie near the Tullamore Court Hotel in County Offaly on June 29th after being found drunk and attempting to get into two parked cars. 
The former Aston Villa and Manchester United star was at a family wedding and had been drinking all day Friday and into Saturday and didn't recall his behaviour. McGrath's solicitor explained that his client was ashamed of his actions and that he sometimes turned to drink to cope with acute anxiety during social occasions. I am also aware, as a hero, people look up to you and still look up to you, said Judge Alan Mitchell of Tullamore District Court, before ordering McGrath to coach children of different ages at the Tullamore Soccer Club. If he did that and stayed out of trouble, he promised to dismiss the charges within, against him within six months, to which McGrath agreed. Mitchell added that he was aware that McGrath was, quote, a national hero and considered one of the greatest soccer players in Ireland. However, Mitchell admitted that while he too admired him, he was a Leeds United fan. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien and Alex Young. So until next week, folks, Slán go foil. Good man, Desmond. And your man Geldorf was he in the? Was he the? Uh, was that Harry Potter or? <laughs> anyway, good old Bob Geldorf. Can't believe that that's that long 1984. ago. 1984. Wow. Uh, yeah. 1985. Even. Oh. I was okay. on my way actually. That was on down to uh, to Mullockmore, to a bit of camping oh. down in uh, in Mullockmore, and uh, when that show was on. So anyway, brings back some memories. All right. Um, anyway, thanks for that, Desmond, and the best of luck this week to yourself and Stacey on the birth of your next uh, your next child. So we're uh, going to play a little bit more music. Lots of things going on in Ireland in the finance situation. And this man from Newbridge, County Kildare, brother of Christy Moore, Luca Bloom. Listen to the words of this song, folks. It's the right attitude. <laughs> There's no cavalry coming over Vinegar Hill. These boots are standing Are the only boots I must fill We have seen the ways of greed Yes, I have done my share Can we pull together now Or are we going nowhere To be a sovereign people is not determined by finance But how we are with each other How we work and we play and we sing and we dance With dignity and backbone Dignity and backbone This world is achingly beautiful And it's as fragile as me and it's only in the love of her That my spirit is free It's not about where I come from As much as where I want to go I want to be the future Where I'm planted I'll grow To be a sovereign people is not determined by finance But how we are with each other How we work and we play and we sing and we dance With dignity and backbone Dignity and backbone I'm not waiting for a leader 
try to be one myself Live a good strong life Every day that is left Keep an eye out for my neighbor Always open my hand Reach out to each other Imagine a new land To be a sovereign people Is not determined by finance But how we are with each other How we work and we play And we sing and we dance With dignity and backbone Dignity and backbone Dignity and backbone. Dignity and backbone. For Monomen, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabeen Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabeen has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabine can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. You can't beat the Irish, and you can't beat a bit of home when looking for quality Irish goods. For over 10 years, our massive selection, convenience, and service have made a bit of home the choice for shoppers across Canada and the USA seeking Irish quality and uniqueness. But don't just take our word for it. Drop into our store at the Topkin Shopping Centre at the corner of Rathburn Road and Tompkins in Mississauga. We're open Tuesday through Sunday for your convenience. If surfing the net is your thing, visit our online store open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at abitofhome.ca. Celebrating 10 years of quality and uniqueness, a bit of home prepares of Irish and British goods. And the Galway Arms, located at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke, invites you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. Drop in to see the Keane family or call 416-251-0096 or visit www.galwayarms.ca. And as always, the Galway Arms is Toronto's home of Gaelic games and uh, some of the upcoming games are at noon today. Uh, so get down there in the next half an hour or so and you get to see Derry taking on Cavan. Uh, in one of the qualifiers for the uh, GAA Football Championship. And then at 2 o'clock today, a great tilt between Kildare and Tyrone. So that's at noon and 2 o'clock today. And then tomorrow, a couple of very big games. It's almost, it's still a bit surreal uh, announcing this one, but the Connacht Football Championship takes place tomorrow between Mayo and London. And best of luck to the London lads making their way over for that. It's going to be a fantastic day out for them. And then at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, We've got a big game up in Ulster. We've got the Ulster Senior Football Championship final between Monaghan and Donegal. And uh, that's what's going on down at the Galway Arms. Wonderful. Well, you know what, folks? We, uh, you know, when the sun is shining in Ireland, there's no better place to be. I don't think so anyway. Here's the Dubliners with The Sun is Burning.
The sun is burning in the sky. Strands of cloud go slowly drifting by. In the park, the dreamy bees are droning in the flowers among the trees. And the sun is in the sky. Now the sun is in the west. Little kids lay down to take their rest. And the couples in the park wrecks of men go groping on their knees and cry in pain and the sun has disappeared all right very good very good well, listen, uh, Ken and myself talked at the top of the hour about the uh, the Open, but there's another Open taking place from July 25th to the 28th, and it's our own Canadian Open, the RBC Canadian Open, coming back to Glen Abbey for another year. I believe Wonderful. Glen Abbey have hosted it more than any other uh, golf course. But there's no better man on the line to confirm that statistic and also to give us some more details about what is possibly a very special RBC Canadian Open from an Irish perspective. So Bill Paul, who is the tournament director for the RBC Canadian Open, joins us online. Good morning, Bill. How are you today? I'm very well. Good morning. How are you? Thank you for having me. Ah, very good. Well, listen, uh, I watched this morning a little bit of the Canadian Open and Muir, or the, uh, the, the Open over in Muirfield, and it's chewing these lads up. What kind of shape do you have Glen Abbey in? Are, going, are they going to come into a, 
to a bear or a lamb here, Bill? Well, I, I, uh, they're certainly going <laughs> to. If you're comparing it to Mirrorfield, I think <laughs> it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be enjoyable. Um, you know, certainly Glen Abbey, I, I, I think, uh, is in is in the best shape that I've seen it in uh, for an open in a long time. Um, you know, the superintendent is, uh, and his crew have just done uh, just done a great job. So uh, it's had a week's rest in terms of uh, not having any players on it. Um, so I think they're going to be treated to a, a wonderful golf course. They're still going to test test the golfer. The rough is good. Got a bunch of rain last last night, so mm-hmm. that'll kind of make things uh, pop a little bit. Um, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of birdies if they want to, and uh, <laughs> there's going to be some shots that uh, you know they're going to have to think about. Excellent, excellent. And and uh, Bill, have the, some of the players started to arrive? I mean, those that are not or have possibly even missed the cut at Muirfield, have any players started to arrive? No, I mean, I know uh, there's some uh, uh, transportation requests from guys that are uh, landing uh, tomorrow. I mean, you know, typically guys start tomorrow. Uh, the golf course is open for practice rounds tomorrow afternoon for anybody. There's probably a handful of guys here. Mm-hmm. And then um, or we have a charter that we, uh, you know, that I fly from the British Open to here, and uh, that has full of 102 people on it. So we're looking forward to greeting that uh, sometime in the wee hours of the morning. That'll be fantastic. Um, and uh, it'll be, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody will be in town by Tuesday and we start teeing it up on Thursday. And I'm sure you're hoping maybe you'll have a an open winner on that plan with you too, Bill, will you? Yeah, well, we had an open winner last That's year, right. Ernie, and then uh, he decided to uh, stick around and have some celebratory <laughs> uh uh, beverages and uh you know which is uh which is natural so you know it'd be great to have the claret jug on there and uh with any luck um hopefully we will well you've got a great feel too don't you Come yeah on. it's yeah it's shaping up nicely and i think um you know um obviously you know our our, our partners at rbc have a lot to do with that and mm-hmm. you know how they've helped us build the event and um yes. you know they got a great team of rbc players and uh you know, there's a lot of other players that are that are here too that are making the field pretty special. But uh, I'd say it's going to be a great field. It's going to be a great tournament. Um, you know, a lot of guys that can win it, and it'll be just interesting to see how those that come off the Open Championship play here. I, well, I know you probably have to be careful with how you answer this question, but is the smile usually bigger on your face at the uh, and on, on a Sunday evening when the winner? Is a top ten player in the world, Bill, or, or does that really? I mean, as a novice looking at a tournament like this, does it give better credibility to the event when it's won by a by an elite player per se? Um, you know, I I think you look at it a couple ways. Uh, I I think when you have a strong field like we do now, mm-hmm. and whoever wins that, uh, you know, has got to feel pretty good that he just competed and beat, you know, a lot of the world's best best players and. Uh, you know, naturally, from a marketing standpoint, from uh, you know reading in tomorrow's paper and stuff like that, it's nice to have that that quote unquote marquee guy as the uh, you know as the winner of it. But you know, as you find out uh, in the world of golf today, there are so many capable players that won a golf tournament. Um, you know, you just you just can't count on a uh, you know a handful of guys winning anymore. It's uh, it's 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 wide open to. You know, I I think probably eighty five ninety percent of the field, they're that good. Well, from a, an Irish perspective too, Bill, uh, we'll uh, not only be cheering on, of course, all our Canadian golfers, but there's a, a special man in in the crowd. It'll be Graham McDowell coming out, so we're uh, looking forward to cheering him on too down at Glen Abbey this year. Yeah, it'll be. You know, I gave Graham an exemption uh, years ago, and um, it's nice to have him uh, back again. And you know, I think a guy like him. 
just has a uh, great attitude and um, I think will be a, uh, you know, kind of a breath of fresh air here. And I think, you know, you bring in an attitude like that regardless of what he's doing at the Open, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, he would certainly be one of the favorites. And I'm sure, uh, like me, you were possibly as glued to the John Deere last weekend as I was. Um, yeah. I had an opportunity to golf with David Hearn at a Pro-Am about seven years ago, actually, at Lynn Abbey. And uh, I was just so impressed with him, and I've kind of followed his career. But um, what an excellent opportunity he had. But he has to be the Canadian, perhaps including Delette. Uh, he has to be the Canadian in form coming to the event, though I know there's a couple of great young lads coming up here as well. Yeah, I think I think that those two guys are um, you know probably going to take the mantle away from uh, you know the Weir and the Ames and uh, you know, the lat's been in the running the last uh, four or five weeks. He's had strong finishes uh, or strong tournaments. He just hasn't been able to finish it. And certainly, um, and certainly having um, you know David. Yeah, we were all pulling for David. That was a uh, that was kind of a heartbreaker in going mm-hmm. uh, what five or six playoff holes. But you know, I just I just think it goes to show i think that that those guys are that close i mean it, it yeah. is it is tough to win on the pga tour yeah. there's no question about it and you know to get to get that close uh you know it really means that you're that you're a small step away from winning uh and many times in life you got to go through those uh you know the downhills and then the struggles before mm-hmm. you get to uh the winner circle good very good and um you know we're going to wrap it up here bill but tickets are still available obviously Tickets are available. You can get them at www.rbccanadianopen.com or 1-800-571-OPEN. And uh, it's going to be a great week. The weather forecast here at Glen Abbey and in Oakville is uh, the sun will be shining on us. Wonderful. That's wonderful, Bill. And we'll just leave you with this. Uh, We have a a, a friend in common, I suppose, although I sometimes don't like to call him a a friend. He's He's actually my business partner, Terry Brush, and yourself played football together at Mac, right? Do you even yeah. do you even remember him? Yeah, yeah. He tells me how good he was, but really, was yeah, he? Give us a straight good well, spell. Well, you know, some people are uh, <laughs> delusional as they get older. You know, I mean, I tell everybody I was I was good too, but you, know what? Just, uh, you just uh, you forget about it. No one, no one was there around to see you. So what the hell? Everybody just remembers you being good. There you go. Well, you Excellent. must have been delighted there with uh, with yeah. Mac winning the the Vanier Cup yep. there, and and yep. uh, I know uh, a fair few lads who were at Mac and tear in the eye for sure. You got it. Very Bill. good, Bill. Thanks a million. Best of luck with thank the you. event, Bill, and we hope to see you down there. All right. Thank you for having me. Bye. Take care. No problem. Cheers, good luck. That's Bill Paul, the tournament director of the RBC Canadian Open. So get down there. Uh, there's an Irish corner at the Tour de France that's making all kinds of news. I think it'd be fantastic if we could get some kind of social media hype going and get everybody to uh, to, to congregate down in the valley there at Glen Abbey and just cheer on see, GMAC. Oh, it would be great. It would yeah, be great. Yeah. Good GMAC is we'll right. Make it thrown out. But um, anyway, it'd be good. Well, it wouldn't be the first event we've ever gotten thrown out, would it? <laughs> so here, we move on with a wee bit of music. It's uh, Van the Man here, and although he mentions the autumn sunshine, this is just a great song to let your imagination go on this one. It always uh, brings some good memories. It's uh, Van Morrison and Coney Island. <laughs> Stopping off at St. John's Point. I all day bird watching and the crack is good. 
Stopped off at Strangford Lock early in the morning. Drove through Shigley, taking pictures and on to Kelly. Stopping for Sunday papers at the Lacal district. Just before Coney Island. On and on over the hill to our glass in the jam jar. Autumn sunshine, magnificent and all shining through. Stop off at our glass for a couple of jars of mussels and some potted herrings in case we get famished before dinner. On and on, uh, over the hill and the crack is good. Heading towards Coney Island. Look at the side of your face. As the sunlight comes streaming through the window in the autumn sunshine. And all in all time, going to Coney Island, I'm thinking, wouldn't it be great if it was like this all the time? Magic, huh? Good old Van Van Man. Man. So I mentioned I was down in uh, Clare and into Doolan to show Canadians what traditional Irish music is all about and ran into this band, Socks in the Frying Pan, and mighty three lads had a brief word with the uh, fiddle player, Fiacra, and said we might even get them on the show one of these days. They're mm. just uh, young fellas. They're still uh, still in college, and they got together in around 2008, and they had released uh, this CD. So we'll play them over the next few weeks, I think, anyway. But they're uh, really good, excellent live if you ever get a chance to look them up. They're called Socks in the Frying Pan, and they wouldn't tell anybody why they gave themselves that name. They said they'd have to kill us if they shared that information. So there must be a good story story, somewhere there. So if we can ever get them on, we will uh, try that. But nothing like uh, West Clare music on a summer's evening, I can tell you that. So we'll move on with a a track from them uh, off their CD. This one is, of course, you're in this kind of sunshine, in this kind of heat, you're always looking for a bit of shade. This song is called Shady Grove. Beaches in summertime, apples in the fall. If I can't have the girl I love, I don't want none at
romance, but I come here to marry. Shady Grove, my little love, Shady Grove, I know. Shady Grove, my little love, I'm bound for Shady Grove. Shady Grove, my little love, Shady Grove, I know. Shady Grove, my little love, I'm bound for Shady Grove. Here we go. Socks in the frying pan. What a great name. All right, folks. Well, listen, got a very special guest on the line right now. Um, the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame uh, inductees for 2013 were announced very recently. And some big names in there. Chelios, Shanahan, Niedermeyer. And uh, a lady who is joining me on the l- line right now, uh, Geraldine Heaney, was also inducted. She is the third female to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Good morning, Geraldine. Thanks for joining us. Oh, no problem. Good morning. <laughs> so I think I read somewhere, Geraldine, where uh, you were with your uh, son, your young son, when you first got the word. What's the scoop there? Is that Was that the case? Yes, it was, actually. Um, I wasn't really expecting the call, but I was down, uh, just heading downstairs to do a quick workout, and my four-year-old was with me. I just got him set up with a movie, and my cell phone rang, and sometimes when I'm ready to work out, I don't really answer it, but for some reason I answered it and said hello, and right away it was... Uh, <laughs> the chair of the um, Hockey Hall of Fame, and he was just uh, letting me know that uh, I was going to be inducted November 11th into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Well, fantastic, and congratulations. Um, Thanks. Very proud for Canadians, but also proud for uh, for Irish, and uh, I know you from your uh, your Gaelic football days. Um, I'm going to uh, probably age myself a little bit here, so I'm not going to throw any years out, but I do remember you playing Gaelic football for Lakela and you uh, you kind of stood out there. But what is the, for those of you who perhaps are not, or uh, had not been in that circle, what, what is your Irish connection, Geraldine? Can you give us the, give us the rundown? Um, well, obviously, uh, well, I was born in, I was born in Ireland. I was born in Lurgan. And um, so very Irish. I uh, came over when I was only a year. Uh, my family immigrated. And, you know, the big thing was watching Hockey Night in Canada and really, you know, loved the sport when I first saw it. And my brother started playing it. And, so when I start, you know, saw it, I, you know, kept bugging my dad, you know, I want to play, you know, hockey. Can I play? And you know, found a team <laughs> and got on the women's team, and then I guess the rest uh, took care of itself there. And obviously, as you mentioned there, I, I love the Gaelic football. Uh, my dad played it uh, at home in Ireland, so he kind of uh, introduced us to it. And um, again, a game. Uh, if I wasn't playing hockey, that would probably be the sport uh, that I would really have liked to, you know keep playing and uh because mm-hmm. it's a great game just like hockey and you mentioned from the outset that it did wasn't expected but was there any hint that you were being considered for it Geraldine, or was this a complete and utter shock um it was, is it, did it come out of left field for you um no because anytime it was mentioned that uh, another female would be going into hall of fame i guess my name was always brought up mm-hmm. but it was just whether or not when they were going to do it you know the hockey hall of fame is you know, as in the past, it's just all you know, male hockey players usually that play in the NHL that are inducted. And the first two women were in uh, 2010, so I wasn't too sure how long they would wait. So yeah, my name always got brought up, but I guess uh, even if you sort of expect it, 
you won't believe it until you get the call. And when I got the call, I was uh, pretty excited and uh, probably a little shocked as well. Wonderful. And Jerlyn, are you still involved in the game? Are you coaching, uh, playing? Um, after I retired, I coached uh, six years at the University of Waterloo women's hockey team. And then I um, sort of uh, took the time off there because uh, I have two young kids and my young daughter started playing and I was starting to miss her game. So I'm now coaching, I coached last year the novice uh, girls hockey team in Ancaster here and I really enjoy, you know, teaching the, the young kids the game and I continue to instruct in power skating and skill sessions. Mm-hmm. So it's um, probably going to be a part of my life, uh, you know, forever and uh, I really enjoy it and I really enjoy watching the kids. Very good. Jolene, it's Ken here. Congratulations. Uh, was there anything to your number, number 91 that you wore? No, not really. It was just, uh, you know, at the time when Gretzky was wearing 99 and, you know, they kind of asked us we could pick any number and I didn't, wasn't going to take 99. So uh, <laughs> I saw 91 and it just looked different and that was probably one of the reasons why I took it. Brilliant. And, you, and you've been compared to the likes of Bobby Orr. That's, uh, that's pretty <laughs> cool, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a Boston Bruins fan, too. So. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> just dropped a few listeners there, Geraldine. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you know this or not, but, uh, you know, a, a lot of the powers to be in the Irish community listen to this show because we're, you know, we're very popular. <laughs> but um, like one, of your, uh, one of your fellow inductees was the, uh, the Grand Marshal one of the years. So, you know, if people are listening now, you'd be a very good candidate, wouldn't you, Mark? Huh? I uh, I wasn't going to say it, but you said it. There you go. You yeah. see, hopefully people are listening. Yeah, hopefully. So yeah, Chelios, Shanahan, Niedermeyer, and Heaney talk about good company. Have you heard from any of them, Geraldine? Has anyone you got any surprise phone calls from anyone? Um, well, right after the induction, we had a conference call with all the inductees with the media. So. We kind of chatted on the phone there back and forth for an hour or so. It was, uh, was kind of neat. And I had met Brendan Shanahan at the Olympics uh, in mm-hmm. Salt Lake City, and my parents had met him. So I've met him a few times, so he remembers meeting me, and he congratulated me as well. So it's, it's kind of nice hearing it from uh, you know, the professional athletes that play in the NHL. Really nice guy. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Well, listen, uh, heartfelt uh, congratulations on on the accomplishment, Geraldine, and um, I'm sure everybody in the Irish. I know that uh, when it was first announced that certainly a lot of the the social media that I'm plugged into, which is quite a bit now with the Irish community, uh, lit up. So your popularity uh, is definitely there. And, um, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it. This is a fantastic achievement and and congratulations. Well, thanks very much. And thanks for doing this. Thanks, Ryan. No problem. Cheers. Okay, bye. Excellent. That's Geraldine Heaney inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, lovely young lady as well. So, what's right. going on here? Well, a lot still in this community. We're going to do the calendar. community Ooh. calendar of events. We've got her all lined up here, folks. Still uh, plenty to go and do and see. And as we mentioned off the top of the show, it is not the Mayo picnic today, <laughs> July 20th. But on tomorrow, July 21st, if you're in the mood for picnicking, it is the Irish Cultural Society picnic, and that's been held on Olympic Island from noon till five, and the society will provide hamburgers and hot dogs. A water safety workshop will be given by the Toronto Search and Rescue Group, games and face painting for the children. There'll be a tug-of-war for adults, and they're still looking for some teams. So if you want to get down there, give Geraldine a call or an email at 416-440-0601. Check out their website, irishculturalsociety.com. That's their picnic tomorrow on Olympic Island. Should be a lovely day. Friday, July the 26th at P.G. O'Brien's from 6 p.m. till close. It's the second annual summer party 
hosted by the Ireland Fund of Canada Young Professionals. It's the perfect excuse to toast summer with co-workers, friends and family. There'll be great music, food and crack. Tickets are only $50, and that includes two drink tickets per person, finger foods, live music, and a donation to the Twist Soup Kitchen in Galway, Ireland. Saturday, August the 24th, it's the annual Mayo Picnic and Barbecue, and that is to be held up at the Freely Estate in Richmond Hill. And the cost for that is $15 per person. For more information, you can give them a call at 416-748-9227. And into September, Saturday, the September the 14th, it's the second annual Innisfil Celtic Festival at Innisfil Beach Park on the beautiful shores of Lake Simcoe, commencing at 11.30 a.m. There'll be Celtic music, dancing, Scottish games, sheep herding and shearing, soccer match between Scotland and Ireland, children's activities, there'll be Celtic vendors, food, etc. For info or vendor information, give Angie Chisholm a call at 705-456-1595. And the third annual Streetsville, their Cayley uh, event is on. It's on on September the 21st at Vic Johnson Community Centre. Streetsville, of course, is in Mississauga. The doors open at 6pm. It'll be a great night to raise funds for kids in the community. And there'll be two bands on there, the Mountain Lion Trappers and the North, as well as DJ Michael Amaral. And he'll perform throughout the evening. Tickets are $50 and you can get a delicious roasted chicken dinner with some corn on the cob and dessert for that price. The banquet hall will house a silent auction with dozens of amazing deals to be offered. You can purchase your tickets individually or reserve tables of six or eight people. And tickets can be purchased at the Vic Johnson Community Centre at Ladner's Clothiers. And you can go to streetsvillecayley.com or contact Julie Walker at 647-808-1546. And September the 28th, it's a Saturday, Shamrock Garden and Landscaping will hold their first annual golf tournament in aid of mental health, and that'll be held at Bantry's Roost Golf and Country Club, and that's up in Bramley, uh, Bramley Road in Brampton. It's a shotgun start at 8 a.m., uh, and it'll be followed by dinner at the Irish Sheebeen Pub at 5 p.m. Cost is $125. For more information, give the man himself a call. Cottle Boyd at 416 and that is it for the community calendar events, the Guinness community calendar events. And, of course, that can be all got at our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And uh, w- one other quick thing, uh, Ken, uh, I got a note from Sean Hart. Just to yeah. remind everyone as well that um, Championship Sunday tomorrow at Centennial Park, um, the, the ladies come o- have a camogie game at noon down at Field C at Centennial Park. And then at 1.30, St. Pat's are taking on my lads, the Toronto Gales. Good tilt. Both teams have have um, got some strong uh, strong players this Very year. Good. And then at 3 o'clock, Durham are taking on St. Vincent's. Um, and then next Sunday, uh, St. Mike's take on the Toronto Gales on Field C. And at 3 o'clock, Brampton take on St. Vincent's. The championship is getting going in Toronto. And the standard of football, by all accounts, is absolutely spectacular this year. So... That's excellent, and I brought my two lads back to uh, to hurling sticks. Oh, you Ireland. did! So it's their first their first intro. I showed them a few YouTube videos of it, and they're mad Good. excited about yeah. it. They've been out practicing on the street every day now this yeah. uh, this week. So I was could be say, two future lads. I was going to say you, you showed you showed him some tricks, but I'm glad <laughs> you pointed them to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I might surprise you now. Uh, you huh? would. <laughs> That'd be a massive surprise for me. <laughs> you knew what it was even. Oh, Lord, am I yeah. the abuse. All right, bit of music. This is uh, Davy Arthur and the Furies with a song called Steal Away. This next song that we're going to sing is, is a song which uh, is a very new song. It was written, uh, the melody was actually uh, written by Eddie and uh, the words were written by a good friend of ours, a man called Phil Coulter. And the two boys uh, wrote the song together just making a new album. And it's the name of the last album we did, which is an immigration album. It's called Steal Away. And uh, it's about two kids trying to go out of a city. It could be any city, it could be Dublin, it could be New York, London, Belfast, anywhere. Just they're fed up with the violence all over the world and just trying to get away from it. And it's a smashing song. And uh, Eddie's going to sing it for you. Have a listen to it. And before we do, would you welcome Eamon Campbell because he's going to be playing and the orchestra behind us. Give it a big hand. Come on. Steal away, let's steal away No reason left to stay For me and you Let's start anew And darling, steal away Steal away, let's steal no reason left to stay for me and you. Let's start anew. I'm darling, steal away. Let's steal away and chase out the ring and hope. They'll never find us The weary days The empty nights We leave them all behind us Steal away Let's steal away No reason left to stay for me and you, let's start anew. I'm darling, steal away. We leave behind the empty streets, the gloom and desolation, the rain, the cold. Just growing old God knows it's a high old station Steal away Let's steal away No reason left to stay For me and you Let's start anew
Lovely stuff. Well, that's the boys, Davy Arthur and the Furies, huh? Didn't he sound a bit like Ray Bassett there at the beginning? <laughs> you said that, and I uh, I agree. Yeah. I so. concur with that, <laughs> yes. Uh, very good. And we're going to steal away. We are. Another good show under the belt, at least we yeah, thought so great anyway. Great to have you back, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's a lot easier with you. Studio. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah. Doing this uh, together is, is good. It's good, <laughs> definitely. Good Wonderful. to see your smiling face across from me. Good stuff. Well, we'll uh, say slán, and uh, we'll finish out this, folks, with uh, Celtic women. Ah, um, she moves good. through the fair. Lots of fairs in Ireland, of course, going on at this time of the year. Excellent. And uh, we'll finish that out. Slán a Gwivgalair, folks. All the best. for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following 